Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things MCP, and we talk about a new character every week. Today we're doing Miles Morales, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steven. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, uh, We are, well, I think around the one-minute mark, so coming up very shortly... There will be an ad read. It's been coming in at the first minute of each episode. So uh, that should be coming up shortly. There. Okay. So uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, How are you doing today, Brad? I'm doing... I will direct this. I need to direct these. (laughs) I am doing good. I have been very busy lately. For good things. You, you and me both. How are you doing today, Brandon? I'm good. I was off work today, so I just kind of ran some errands, tried to be as productive as I could, and forgot to eat until now, so I'm trying to oh hide All my, hide my fooding. I'm, I'm muting How my mic when I'm eating, so I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be better <laughs> for you, Brad. Only for I you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. How are you doing today, Steven? I'm fine, Fred. Thanks for asking. I've been painting a lot of models. coming up on You're breaking That's up my really life bad. Right painting models. Yeah. Is it he breaking up for everyone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Or is it me? Okay. Okay. Uh, it was, I'm it sorry was, about that. That's all right. You're you're better now. Uh, I, I've had a day, y'all. I've had a day and a half. It, it, I found out, so I was on a special project today that took me away from work all day. I had a special thing I needed to do. And the guy I had covering my, my work, uh, he called off today without telling anybody. And so everything that I was supposed to do, uh, didn't get done. So I'm a salty boy right now. And... Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise some cane at work tomorrow. I will tell you that I'm gonna be as angry as I can be, which all of you know is not very bad. So, yeah. I want to be on a fly on the wall if you're actually going to be angry. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I call off work to see right. <laughs> but, uh, uh, that's been my day. That's been what I've been trying to deal with. Uh, well, let's talk about MCP. Let's talk about some stuff. Uh, we have, there's not a whole lot of brand new news. I think the news that we have is that we know what Modoc 2 Electric Boogaloo's cards are. We know his tactics cards. And uh, Brad, do you want to take the first one there? I don't really want to read either of them, but I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm excited for this card, so I'll read one if you want me to. Okay. What? <laughs> Both these cards have a bunch of attacks. I don't really want to read uh, do them. Want, Let's talk about what they do. do. Let's Here, not. I, I, I'll. I'll. <laughs> okay. Reading okay. a card for a listener isn't that exciting. They can go to cerebromcp.com. Or get the Cerebro app and look at the card themselves. Let's talk yeah, about these what are they very do. Tech- yeah. Okay. 
Mind Games. All right, then talk about what's... Oh, all right, that one. Talk about Mind Games, then. Mind Games, you pick someone within two and pay three. Uh, then you have... There are five experiment tokens. Two of them have a damage symbol on them. Two of them have a power symbol on them. And one of them has a flag. You secretly divide those up however you want as the Modoc player into two piles. Your opponent then picks one of the piles. Then you flip over the tokens. For every damage they flip over, the character that was within two takes a damage. For every power that gets flipped over, they lose a power and Modoc gains a power. If they flip over the flag, they gain one victory point. If they don't flip over the flag, you gain two victory points. This, this is so fun. I This card is awesome. This is the kind of stuff that they need to do. Uh, this is everything I've been asking for. Yeah, Brandon, why don't you... Give us a take. This this card is probably the most fun card you can play in this game. I don't I, think I there's agree. a card funner than that. I agree. <laughs> like, and the thing is, this is also like you can play this in a competitive list. And I think it's one of those things where you basically separate the damage and the victory points. And you just kind of look at the opponent, like, and you set it up to where the two damage would kill the opponent. So you're putting yourself in that situation where it's like you're going to either kill your opponent or you can have a victory point. Or I get two victory points. So it's like you either are going to daze or KO or I'm going to gain two victory points. And that's kind of the way I would play this. But otherwise, I just like the idea of grabbing the five tokens at random, shaking them up in your hand, and then setting them down. <laughs> I also I also want to do a 4-1 split every time. Yeah, I was thinking that too. You gotta put four in one stack and one in the other, and just mind meld your opponent. Yeah. Uh, have you? Have, has everyone here seen the show Sherlock with uh, Benedict Cumberpatch? Yeah. There's there's a part there's a part in one of the early episodes where uh, a, a character has a choice where one of the things is poison and the other one is nothing, and he says, "This is chess." And there's only one move. And I can only, I'm imagining myself just pushing one stack of, of tokens towards my opponent while holding the other one and and seeing what they do. This is this is fun as hell, yeah. this card. Big fail. Also, we can't forget that the original MODOK can use this. Yeah. Yeah. It is not MODOK specific. It is George Charlton. This is, so yeah. And you can also guarantee damage if you if you if if they have one hit point remaining, one stamina. Yeah, you just you split the damage. damage yeah. yeah. So th this is great. This is fun. Yeah, it basically says spend three power to either like the way you play this. I think to me is that you spend three power to either daze or KO the opponent or gain two victory points. Yeah, those are the situations you play that in. Also, the idea of playing this 
when you have like 14 points in the middle of a turn is just like the greatest thing ever. I like it even better if you play it when you are at 14 and your opponent's at 15. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's end this game right yeah. now. You deter, yeah, and you get, you solely determine this outcome. <laughs> There's so many fun things you can do with this card. This is 100% the stuff that we were talking about previously on previous episodes where it's in the space of fun. This is a fun thing. But this card is also probably pretty useful. It is a pretty useful card that you will see in-game in all likelihood. Oh, yeah. You'll see this card. There's, so, I think I think it's too fun <coughs> that like you're going to see it. Because, it, like I said, it has that effect where if you time this... I mean, if you could pay a tactics card and it said... Like, if it just said... X character... Spins three power, targets a character within two, deal two damage to that character, or gain two v VPs. Like, that's essentially what it reads. Right? And you Don't can even mess with them and, like... I'm sorry. I was gonna say, and you just gain fun because then you can just put one of the energies like saps with one of them, and you can like kind of mind game your opponent. It's like, do you take the three? Do you take the two? So, yeah, yeah, big fan. This saying, is the exact type of card I, I wanted with Hulk. I'm sorry, I did that again. No, I'm go ahead, Steven. No, 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 you're you're fine. You're fine. I'm just saying this is this, this probably solidified. Um, Probably solidified Killmonger being uh, running along Modok then, because if they both have cards that give victory points, yeah, yeah, like, you definitely. I think you definitely play Killmonger with Modok. Yeah, I think that's four victory points is a huge swing. That's a huge swing. Yeah, yeah, and if you can use one, yeah, I mean it's Killmonger has having a pierce on his attack though is just the main reason you play him with Modoc and he's affiliated. Like he does a lot of really good things. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's a second card that we need to talk about. It is. Uh that is also it's probably not as fun, but it's also pretty useful. Uh Brandon. Yeah. Do you want to talk about this one? Summarize. Do you want to cover this one, or do you want me to read it? Uh, I mean, I can go over it. Okay. So it's Simpleton. I'll do it myself. It's an unaffiliated active card. So if you have fewer victory points than your opponent, George Tarleton or either of the Modocs can spend two power to play this card. You choose an allied character within three who is holding or contesting an objective token. And then if they were holding objective token, uh, Modoc now is holding that token. If the chosen, if they were contesting an objective token, you place them within one of that objective token, and then the chosen character is KO'd. You immediately score a victory point, and this card does not allow a character to hold more tokens than this crisis specifies. Yeah, this is uh, the the fact that the character is KO'd hurts, uh, but you get a VP out of it. And yes. I mean, you're playing be... this. You're playing this on a day's character that's about to die anyway. Yeah. Uh, right. That can get you a victory point and uh, basically mission objective. 
uh, something within three. Where it's active two with Modok, you can then pass... If you're playing... This is the card you play under Kingpin, because then you can just pass the token again if you need to. Or you can hold it to try to win the game. The hardest thing about this one is that you have to have fewer victory... You have to have fewer victory points than your opponent, so you have to be losing when it happens. That's true. That's true. If you were to do this, you could do this on uh, Legacy Virus Cured. Yes. Uh, and have it be another way to put an extra token on on Modoc. Just to combine them yes. all into let's one have, person. Let's take two models off the table immediately. And get seven victory points. Okay. That probably Might just win. ends the game. <laughs> but Yeah, you probably if you get yeah, If you get seven victory points and you don't win the game, you were never winning that game. Right. <laughs> Like, especially, well, like I said, like, I think this is only really played under Kingpin's leadership where you then have the ability to pass tokens elsewhere. I'm still more really... interested in the, in the range three place, honestly. As Modoc has mobility problems. greater than a range three isn't it like the the character that you're targeting has to be yeah, within you range can two. move further than and then three, you can so. place yourself within range one of the objective right. so you'd be you could be a lot more than range three mm -hmm. place yeah that's that can be terrifying especially on old mode and to be fair, a large base, small movement is we're not going to get a large base with probably a bigger movement than small outside of like Ghost Rider, who is, you know, on a motorcycle. Robbie Ray has Malekith, who's on a big tiger. Yeah. Robbie and his things that are on things that are not on massive things that can go fast. Right. Uh, so all in all, uh, we are both. I think that this this group is up on both of these cards. These cards are good. This is where we want cards to be. Yeah, if, I think it's. I think Modoc, if they, I think this is like a perfect spot for tactics cards because it's they're not like broken, and they're not, but they're playable. Like we want playable cards. We don't want busted cards. We don't want like bad cards like we got with Immortal Hulk. We just want good playable cards or just playable cards you know what else is that both of these cards are extremely thematic these cards are perfect they're like they hit all three quadrants they're all three quadrants that's the all nice. four quadrants um, uh <laughs> they hit all three sectors of of what we're looking for in a card they're usable they're fun and they're thematic these yeah. are perfect cards yeah, if you just remove the character's name and told me what these cards did, I would probably assume that it's Modoc's cards. Hey, like... <laughs> hey, yeah, Fred. Yeah. Would you like to be the first guest on my new pod podcast, All Three Quadrants? <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's going to be a yeah, great I podcast. Be. I haven't decided what it's about yet. <laughs> It's a math fails podcast. Okay, well, uh, we're up on these. On these. Oh no! Someone else talk. There's a train going by. Hey, how about I talk about Cerebro updates? Um, 
so Android app's been out. Download it. Uh, website's still up, SeriboMCP.com. The iOS app has been submitted now three times. The first two times they told me I had to change stuff, so I made the changes and I resubmitted today. Hopefully that goes through tomorrow, uh, probably today if you're listening to this podcast, and that the app's out there. Uh, I was just looking at some Discord for some other apps earlier, and people are like, can you add this stuff that Cerebro does? And I, I'm very tempted to go there and say, well, just get the Cerebro app. Uh, <laughs> speaking of apps, um, I, I have, while waiting to hear back for Cerebro's submission to iOS store, uh, I have been working on a Shatterpoint app in a completely different language and it's going pretty well. Uh, I posted in our discord a little bit ago, a link to the website version of the app. Uh, not, not publicly available right now because it's missing a whole lot, but the first version will have all the cards well, what we know of the cards, and a reference section, and it will grow to be more like MCP after that, where you can like build lists and all that stuff. But that will come out pretty real soon, even as an app, because I'm not going to like finish it and then put it out an app. I'm going to put out the first version and then just add to it. Cool. It's exciting cool. stuff. I, I'm uh, I, I'm excited to start playing Shatterpoint. Do, we know the price point for the starter pack too, don't we? We know that. Yes, it's one hundred and sixty-five dollars. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, but it's you get well over two hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yes, there's a lot of models in there, and they are pretty. They are very pretty. Uh, was, Fred, play good only... guys and split the box with me. Mm-hmm. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Offer stands. I might take you up on that. We'll see. We'll work it out. <laughs> All right. To be determined, uh, everybody. To be determined. TBD. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about regarding Cerebro, Brad? No, I think that's it. Just really want that iOS app out and then shortly after we will have a Shatterpoint app. Okay. Uh, let's talk about games we've played recently. Uh, I know that we all have some games that we've played. Uh, I was not able to get out to play this week uh, because of work, but I did play two games last week against Borka, and I was playing the my Midnight Suns list that I that Brandon helped me make on Well Laid Plans, uh, I had made a slight change, and it is one that I very much like. It, it uh, The slight change was I swapped out, now bear with me, I swapped out Venom for Captain America for Steve Captain. And I'll tell you this, it felt good. <laughs> it worked. And uh, in the first game... I won against Borka, 
largely because I had a very effective deal with the devil turn. And in the second game, I lost, but it was a loss uh, 15 to 16. It was an extremely close game. Was that the uh, first time you've beaten Josh in MCP? I, I believe it is. I believe it might be. I believe that it is the first time I've ever beaten him. Uh, and it, it's because that list feels really good. That list feels just excellent to play. Uh, and that's and... the whole point of well-laid plans is you build a list and you build off of said list with your own personal preferences. It, and and it worked. It worked real well. Uh, and I have a another thing that I want to bring up, which is that he played two stone Thanos in the second game. And it might be a case that that the Midnight Suns just have enough movement shenanigans to not have to worry as much about it. But he did not seem as ball busting as he normally does. He was not as ball busting as I was worried. So. That's, I, I really that's because like this Hulk list. This is really the cool. actual best model in the game. Not Thanos. <laughs> so, to be fair, almost everybody in your list has some sort of movement shenanigans. And the right. affiliation and... leadership is also movement shenanigans. Right. True. So, that helped a lot for fighting two stone Thanos. Yeah. And it's Oh man, uh, I'm gu- I'm done gushing. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. I'm uh, like I texted Borka to verify. Oh, you did just now? Yeah. Oh, okay. He to verify conf- that because he keeps a spreadsheet of his like his records, his win loss records. Oh, oh, oh if, if, if this was the first time I've ever beaten him, an uh, MCP specific. Yeah, I, I think it might be. I'm think sure be. I'm sure you've beaten him in other games, right? At least I hope so. I maybe not. I can I, be real not. honest, like my but just to clarify, like this isn't me ragging on Fred. My record against Borka and MCP is like two and twenty three. Like, it's not good. Yeah. Borka's I think it might be one. It might just be one. I might have only won one. Well, uh, while we're waiting to hear back from Borka. Uh, uh, okay, I'm see, next. Because oh, we're oh, doing Brad. this in chronological Brad. order. And I was also okay. there last Brad, Wednesday. <laughs> so here's the games I played last Wednesday. None, because Brandon canceled on me. Yeah. On Saturday, Ouch. however. about that? On Saturday, however, also when Brandon canceled on me, I did get to play a game with... I didn't cancel. I never committed to Saturday. Fair. Uh, I played a game against Michael. He was playing a Guardians list, which was nice to play Michael and not have to play against Red Skull 2 for once. And I played X-Force again because that's what I've been playing lately, and they were so much fun. And I think I won the game. I don't remember. I remember having fun. That's the most important thing, is that you enjoyed yourself. And then yesterday, Brandon did show up, and I'll talk about our first game, and you can talk about our second game, okay? 
Why would I want to talk about the second game? I'd rather talk about the first game. Okay, you talk about the first game. I'll talk about the second game. Go. So the first thing we did when we got there was I went to the store and bought Brad a drink, you know, muster him up a little bit so he wasn't so mean to me the whole day. And then uh, then we played X-Wing. We uh, Brad bought a starter set for X-Wing, and we played a game of X-Wing. X-Wing's really fun. It was. Had a really good it time. It is fun. We had a, it was a lot were, more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. There are a couple people there who had played before and knew the rules that were giving us some pointers. Um, Which did help. It, it did. It probably meant the game was more accurate, but we could have went. We could have done it without them. I believe it. We could have. Yeah, we could have. We definitely could have. I mean, my strategy was just kind of winging through dice, so I right, whatever. Uh, we did a lot of barrel rolls. We, I did. Yeah, I definitely barrel rolled every time I could. That is, and I don't know if that'll ever change. Unless I play. Do you guys want some X Wing stuff that. for a very good price? <laughs> uh, we may talk after, Steven. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I got a whole lot and you know I got out of the game, so if you guys can use the stuff, you guys can use the stuff. Uh and then that was uh I won that game. I I used an X Wing versus Brad's two TIE fighters and as always and how it should be the rebellion came on top. Yeah. Yeah, he killed both my TIE Fighters. Blew up the TIE Fighters. Oh, and for the record, Brandon, I'm pretty sure that thing about not having more than one token was incorrect. Maybe it was an old rule. Um, but... Uh, there were a couple of things. It seems like the rules have changed a lot. Yeah. Um, there was also... I made a joke about how you'd have to be dumb to like fly off the uh, side of the map. And then me and Brad almost both flew off the side of the map. Yeah. We were close a couple times because we were yeah, fighting. We... we were fighting in a quarter. Yeah. We came entirely too close um, for me just blatantly being like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm, it is. It is very possible. Some some research seems like I am right that you can have multiple tokens. So you could have done more than just barrel rolled over and over again. So what you're saying is I probably would have won the game sooner. Yes. Yeah. All right, to be fair, that matchup. To be fair, that matchup, just to clarify, does like that wasn't being cocky. It seems like that matchup is actually designed for the X Wing player to win. Probably. It's like, supposed you feel that a massive advantage. It is supposed to be fair. Like Yeah. If you look at the, the breakdown, it's supposed to be fair, but it did seem like you had an advantage. It definitely feels fair, like to two people who have like never played the game before. Yeah. Like I think it. Like that part seems fair. Like it's not, but I'm sure by experienced people, it wouldn't be fair at all. Well, <laughs> second game. Uh, so that was the first game. 
Yeah, that was the first game. Second game, we played MCP. Uh, I played Brotherhood, and Brandon played uh, one of the well-played lands, well-laid plans lists. Well-played lands. What? Uh, episode that's not currently out yet. Oh, yeah. It was Strucker. Oh, so you can't tell us. Oh. Yeah, it was Strucker. It, yeah, that's a little a little teaser. It was Strucker. Yeah. Uh, he wait really with that leadership? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to hear this. The list this sounds one. good. I'm excited to listen to the episode. There were a couple models that Brandon didn't have on him and chose not to proxy. That may have made his list a little bit better. Um, I did not want to proxy three models in the game. Yeah. I uh, I played Mystique Brotherhood. We played Cubes and Infinity Formula. Infinity Formula. Uh, everyone on my team except Mystique rolled really well, and I killed most of Brandon's stuff. Okay. And then won the game. I let him have his fun. Yeah, the last turn he's like, do you want to try to kill things or should we just wrap this up? And I'm like, I kind of want to kill things. And I scored all the points that turn. I let him have his fun. Uh, I didn't, yeah, I, I did not roll particularly well, but at the end of the game, even though I didn't, I, it definitely could have been played better, but I think across Brad's like five, uh, four of his models had like eleven conditions. Yeah. Oh wow! There are a yeah. lot of conditions. <laughs> I guess with the Strucker list, that's how it works. And I okay. definitely spent actions clearing some of them. It did not yeah. really help. <laughs> Didn't help me much. I'm going to get with the the person I built the list with, and uh, hopefully he'll have better sense. He's going to be much better in that scenario. That is not a list I was uh, good at playing, per se, but I do believe I know where I went wrong, and I think I'm probably going to give it another shot and uh, hopefully do it some more justice. But uh, that episode should come out the week after this week. So in a couple days. No, it'll no. Be the week after it. I have oh, to. Oh, I see. I have to put that mid-April. other episode live. Yeah, we're looking mid-April, so almost the direct middle of April. Okay, I see. Well, I I wait on tender hooks to see what what this list is composed of. Uh, Stephen, yes, do sir. you have some some games that you've played recently? Yes, I do. Maybe um, one very recently. Yes, very recently. But I did play last Thursday because we recorded on a Tuesday last week. So I got to get a couple of games in. Um, I went to back to an old Avengers list that I was running, uh, running against Robbie and promptly. Um, I, I even forget the secures extracts and all that, but it, it was a cap list with Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange and yeah, things just 
went sideways for Robbie. So, but uh, as of recent, uh, right before this podcast, I got done with another game with Robbie, and I was actually using the Red Skull Cabal list that Brandon and I had created. That was some modifications because I don't have some of the models like Modoc Scientist Supreme or Mystique. So I switched in um, Winter Soldier and Omega Red. And this game went to 13 12 in round seven. Oh, and, oh. Robbie, and Robbie won that one. So it was a bloodbath because we had Senators and uh, Cosmic, uh, the Intrusions, the Intrusions, the, the portals where you teleport through so um mr sinister was very good because he brought in winter soldier to the game uh omega red didn't do as good as i hoped he would he was one of the new models i had painted and done for this game also i had enchantress she did some work and black cat especially under red skull uh, she gets a couple of attacks off she gets some damage in um he's staggering everybody left and right it's it was kind of horrendous. So Robbie correctly focused on her and took her down as quickly as he could. And to my uh, surprise, because uh, he was running uh, Jean Grey and Cyclops with Psylocke, Magic, and Gambit. Um, and so I didn't focus on Psylocke because... Uh, I was focusing on Jean Grey for some reason. That was my mistake. That, that list. <laughs> Oof. So what, what we found out is that, you know, Red Skull's not very good. He still wasn't doing anything. Um, Winter Soldier did Winter Soldier things. It was it was pretty, pretty radical. So yeah. unfortunately, Red Skull has a good leadership for other people. It's just that he does not use it very well. And that's the problem with the list. So... Yeah, fortunately, that was yeah, it was very similar to the outcome I had with this. Everybody else felt really good, but again, you're taking a four point model that's not doing yeah. a whole lot. Yeah, he's he's directing traffic basically was is what it comes down to. But Mister Sinister did really really well. I was surprised because usually I've had him fail a lot, and um, like I said, he got enough genetic tokens. I didn't. I didn't take force extraction. I just took cloning banks. But he got enough genetic tokens by round three. That round four, Winter Soldier was in with three power, and he w went to town on people. So, but nice. It is what it is. So that's what I got going. All right. Well, it sounds like we've had a lot of games since our last uh, episode. Uh, Unfortunately, that will probably not be the case for next episode. <laughs> we will likely not have very many at all uh, games played. Uh, but we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Steven. Yes, sir. I need to understand that you have a segment for us. Yeah, just a little one, if you guys are interested. Yeah, I'm game. Okay. Well, um, these have to do with conditions, as I mentioned last time that we we recorded and specifically characters that are immune to conditions. So um, I know Brandon has probably already brought up the list and everything like that. So he probably knows the answers, but um, what conditions would you guys say is the one that has the most characters immune to it? 
Stun. Ooh. What's that? Stun. Done. Stun. Done is not a condition. Stun. S T U N. Done. That is incorrect. Uh, I'm going to say bleed. That is incorrect. I'm going to say poison. Poison is the correct answer. Mm. Okay. Anybody anybody want to guess how many characters? No, I've only taken these characters all the way up to um, Immortal Hulk and Modoc Scientist of Rain. So Gwenpool and Squirrel Girl and anybody beyond that that we might know on lakes, I don't know. But how many characters do you think are immune to poison? I think it's a lot. I think it's like 18. Holy moly. I I think that's way too many. I, uh, although I always uh, undershoot. Uh, I'm going to say there's eight. My guess is eight. Fred, do you Thir- have a guess? 13. The correct answer is 22. Brandon, Jeez. you have won. The price is right. Damn yeah. It, Chris. I knew. I, I, I thought of eight. Before he got done, like saying like conditions, because I had a feeling it was going to be characters immune to conditions. So I started thinking about it. There's a ton of characters immune to poison. Obviously, remember, there's 22. You have to remember, there's a whole faction yeah. that is immune to poison. Literally, all okay. the Inhumans are immune to poison. Okay. So plus yeah. the Hulks. Uh, mm-hmm. So are Sentinels. They're immune to poison. So and are the all robots. the robotic characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. And so yeah. Any other Kree, Go ahead, Brad. any other Cree characters like um Captain Marvel Ronan. or Rogue who stole Captain Marvel's powers, they will also be immune to poison. Now Fred, I'm... you hit upon bleed, right? Yeah. Um, bleed is the second most immune condition. Is it really now that I'm um... thinking about it? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I believe it. All of the robots. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that's a, a The robots robot and, and Luke Cage are the only ones I can think of, though. Well, um, uh, Ghost Rider's immune to bleed. Ghost Rider's immune. Colossus is. Okay, um, that makes sense. He's a robot. Nebula, Nebula and Dormammu are. Nebula's a robot. <laughs> and so Emma Dormammu. Frost in her diamond form it is mama is not a robot but uh stun actually comes in third uh care to guess how many bleed character bleed immune characters there are uh 13. 13. i'm gonna say eight again i'm sticking with my number even though it's wrong it's actually 12. Wait, does, then, so does that mean I win because I didn't go over? That's right. You won. That is, that is right. Right. <laughs> and Brad, you were correct. Stun is the third most uh, immune condition that we have. Um, any I, guesses on how many? I did, I know Eight. that. <laughs> 11. I'm going to go with nine. Fred, did you guess? I'm sorry. Okay. I guess eight. <laughs> it's nine. Brandon, ah! Brandon nailed it. Yep, yep. You guess the just the, to make the, I, nailed it just so Fred wouldn't win twice. Okay, so <laughs> after that we have Incinerate. Um, that's on eight characters. Uh, Hex is on four. Stagger is on two. 
Care to guess what's Care to guess which characters? Stagger. Oh. It's oh. Dormammu. Dormammu and Malekith? No. It's not Malekith. Uh, Dormammu uh, is correct. I will say I that. know Dormammu is correct. One. Is Here's it, one. And it's, it's not Hulk. on the character. Is it no is it is it Juggernaut? No, because he can that doesn't shake count. it no problem. No. <laughs> Actually immune. Actually immune to stagger. Thanos? Uh, no, not Thanos. I I staggered him oh, in our Hold game on, is it Thor? Okay. Well, no, the guess is actually tricky because it's Wolverine on his injured side. Oh, that's right. He is. Really? Yeah, he gains. He's immune, he's immune to, to stagger and stun. He's immune mm -hmm. to stun on both sides, and he gains stagger. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. And the no, only condition there's two conditions nobody's immune to, right? Actually, there's three. But I want to do this one first for Brad. Brad, there is one character that is immune to shock. If you do not know who it oh, is, you are not a real MCP player. It's Storm. <laughs> yes, it is Storm. I know That's who correct. that one is. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, to tell you the truth, I think they should have made Thor immune to shock also. Just, you know, the way he's written. But, yeah. Did, did yeah. he come out at, uh, before um, Storm did? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He, yes, he did. He was like one of the, he was like the third pack that came out in the game. Yeah. I think they probably didn't even think of. I don't know. Maybe not. They there didn't were make, not a lot of immunities up to that point. Right. They didn't make um, uh, Ghost Rider immune to incinerate before they eradicated. They did eventually, but originally that he was not. Well, he's clearly yeah, on fire. Yeah, yeah, Ghost that Rider, does not make yeah, Ghost Rider and Emma Frost have the most immunities, and this is only Emma Frost when she's in her diamond form. And Brandon, you are correct. There are conditions that people, there are no immunities to. However, there's three of them. Uh, you care to take a guess on this? Oh, Obviously. I, I mean, I know them now. But... Judgment okay. Root right. and... I... It's Judgment Root and the other one's slow. That's correct. Oh, slow. I mean, well, there are a bunch of characters who are immune to slow. Effectively. They just move slow. Yeah. <laughs> effectively. They're... Honestly, to tell you the truth, I think um, Judgment and Root are fine. You heard about my Judgment rant last week about how Squirrel Girl or superpower should have been judgment, but um, I think they made a miss with Quicksilver. I think they should have made him immune to slow. I think that yeah. would have been thematic. So, oh, I agree. I was actually convinced he was immune to slow. That's why I thought I thought it was one character immune to slow. No, no, was no but I, I think I think they should do just a little update on that. that that might make him see the table just a little bit more than what he does right at the moment. To be fair, Ghost Rider should probably also be immune to slow. Yeah, but, cycle. yeah. He is effectively um, immune to slow because he can move along whenever he wants. Correct. Um, well, not whenever but he wants. That was so. my little segment. Um, you know, just to give people a refresher on that there are a lot of characters in this game that are immune to certain conditions and you have to be aware of it. Especially, no. If you take Blade into Colossus, he's not going to bleed. It's just a fact. So. Yeah. Well, and especially the big ones. Like that's the one thing about Poison. There are just so many characters immune to Poison. 
That's yeah, why I like Terra. That's why I like I didn't understand getting rid of the Terrigen Mist one because there were so many characters immune to poison. That like that was like the feel bad app is that like it poisoned everyone. I but think it... they picked a number they wanted to be at and they had to end up cutting one. I bet the next rotation will get it back. Yeah. Because I felt like that was a really fun and fair like scenario. Like and yeah, I get the poison uh, thing, but like there's so many characters immune to poison, like the odds of you not having one in your list is very low. Well, I mean some lists will have ten characters and none of them are immune to poison, so it, My it can happen. List. Like it Yeah. My X Men list no one's immune. Yeah, there's 22 characters immune to poison, and that's still less than what a sixth. That's less than that's about 15 percent. So, okay. Well, that was interesting. I, that was interesting. I hope you guys. Oh, Rogue's not in your X Men list anymore, is she? Right. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, uh, if that's it. I think that we should move on to our own, to our friend, Miles Morales. Uh, he is the amazing Spider. No, he is not. He is the- not the amazing Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> All right, friends. Friends banned from this. <laughs> <laughs> Your comic book lore has failed you. Uh, no, uh, the the problem is that I never have him open when he he is Spider-Man named Miles Morales. He has five stamina on both sides of his card. He moves medium, size two. He costs three threat, which is so low for what he brings. Uh, he is His defensive stats are three physical defense, three energy defense, and three mystic defense. Brad, why don't you take the attack suite? Uh, the first attack is physical webline kick. Uh, range three, four dice, cost zero. It's a standard builder. You gain power for a damage doubt. As wild throw, if they're size three or less before damage is dealt, you can throw them away short. Energy attack, venom blast, range two, seven dice, cost three. After attack is resolved, the target character drops all objective tokens they are holding. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right, Brandon. Uh, why don't you take the first two superpowers? I'll take the leadership and the only superpower. Okay, okay. All right, Mr. Pedant. You know what, Steven? Why don't you take the first two things on his card? <laughs> wow. Okay. So the, leader, the leadership is great responsibility. Affiliation is web warriors. Allied characters may re-roll one defense dice. Additionally, they may modify and re-roll skull results while they are holding or contesting an objective. And then he has an active superpower called Web Swing, which costs him two. Place this character within three of its current position. The next time it makes a web line kick attack this turn, add two dice to that attack roll. The superpower can only be used once per turn. All right, and Brandon, why don't you finish this out? Yeah, he's got um, three, what, static? I always call them static powers. I don't, 
and uh, static's a better word than that. Uh, the first one is Spider Sense. When this character is defending against physical or energy attack or making a dodge roll, it may reroll two of its defense or dodge dice. This character also has stealth, which means he must you must be within three to target it with attacks, and he has wall crawler. No immunities. Yeah. He's uh he's very good. <laughs> he he is a defensive monster who turns on the defenses of everyone on his team. Uh uh, who wants to talk about him first? Brad, why don't you start us off? Okay. This is Brad's favorite character. Um, As a character, cool. As a model in, in MCP, I hate him. Almost everyone... I, I should also... What? This, this is working out very well timing-wise because they just released a new trailer for... Uh, the uh into the spider-verse for the next into the spider-verse movie and it looks really good i'm excited okay after that interruption i'll continue uh <laughs> i i hate miles almost every list i have has um mark for death in it so that i can kill miles <laughs> wow He's not joking. He's, he's hard to remove. He's really hard he, to get rid is, of with stealth and with all the defense. And he is very good. He's very good. Uh, there was a period of time in the meta where web warriors were very dominant. They still are very good. They are still very good. Are they still a top five affiliation as far as win, win percentage on long shanks? Uh, it, it would not surprise me. I think so. It would probably. not surprise me. Uh, I'll get there. They are seventh currently. Seventh. Still pretty good. To be fair, they're tied for fourth. Which, uh, fun fact Hellfire Club is also tied for fourth. Ooh. Wow, that doesn't surprise wow. me. Okay. Nah, that, after the second list I made with Hellfire Club and played it like three times, I'm not at all surprised. Like, that is a really good affiliation. They might end up regretting that decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh,. I mean, I don't know. Uh, we we've got to talk about. He has his built his spender on here. Can make you drop whatever tokens you've got. He can pull. Uh, well, this is a faction that can pull people off of off of points. This this is a very effective objective based faction. They will hey. win sneaking sneakily. They will sneak a win on you. They play very, very well together. Yes, they do. It yes, doesn't do. feel sneaky when you lose the game against Web Warriors either. It feels like you just couldn't do anything the entire time and lost. Yeah, you get outplayed. You feel like you're getting outplayed. Uh, I will say uh, Ghost Spider is in my uh, Midnight Suns list, and she does work. She is very useful. She's a toolbox. 
I think that she probably sees the table uh, for Web Warriors almost every game. Whoa, Fred. Maybe you, not every Fred, single game. This is 2023. You cannot call a woman a toolbox. That is not appropriate. That is not appropriate, dog. No. You can't be doing that kind of stuff. Oh my god. She she is the core of the she is a part of the core of the list. <laughs> but uh, but this is not about Ghost Spider. This is about Miles Morales. Uh, I think that we should also talk about uh, the cards that aren't necessarily associated with with him, but are part of the the package for Web Warriors. Well, two of them are not are two of them are not uh, playable right now. Oh, uh, really? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but all webbed up is the one that I'm I'm mostly thinking of. Mm-hmm. This one will just ruin your day and uh it is it is the way that web warriors remove characters they give slow out and everyone gets additional die when attacking someone with slow all web warriors i should say it's really devastating it's it's an incredibly devastating card yeah well you have to take the right character to play it because the problem with web warriors is their power economy. Their okay. their power is, is a very, very limited resource. It's not like other factions who just get power for day. Um, they're kind of pillow fisted and they don't really want to attack people anyway. So um, I would say since the Moon Knight came out, um, this card got a lot better because he just generates power like ridiculous amounts with those throwing stars yeah but before that it was it was kind of a hard card to play because you would probably try to have venom play it if anybody that's fair i i i've not really thought about i've never been on the other side of a webs web warriors game so i don't know that they're weak, they don't get much power, but it does make sense. I mean, Miles's builder is only a, a four dice builder, and then mm -hmm. also y you mostly don't want to get hit. You don't right. have the stamina to take a bunch of hits. Right. So. so you're not you're not getting power for being damaged, obviously. You know as much. Right. So, you know, in previous iterations, Venom was the was the one, but now. It happens to be Moon Knight, the one who's generating like all the power in the world. So, yeah, Brandon, we haven't heard from you for a little bit. What, uh, what's your take here on Miles? He's fantastic. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, this model, like. This is a this is a model that's a good example of like the four threats we've been a couple of the four threats we've been getting lately that just don't feel like four threats. Like this character feels like you could put him at four, raise like one health on his front side, and he would feel like a really good four threat character. Yeah, I agree. I I mean he does and really he... Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna uh point out that he is a three threat character. 
for all that he brings. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a weakness. On I mean, he's, like, Brad will tell you better than most. Like, his defense is, like, it, like having threes across the board is really is good. It's, like, average. It's average in the game, and then he just gets two re-rolls plus his – he gets inherently two re-rolls on defense, and then his affiliation gives him a defensive re-roll. So he's re-rolling, like, he's effectively, if he rolls three blanks, he just re-rolls all three dice. Yeah, it's yeah, a pain in the butt. So it's just like you, what is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And then it's like, and if you do fight him, like, he can web swing to, like, the edge of three. Now he can, he's throwing six dice at you. He's probably going to gain a power. If he hits his trigger, now he's throwing you away. Now you're outside of stealth range. And it's just obnoxious. Everything this character like this character is so good, and this is also a character that I think should probably be splashed a whole lot more than he is, and just don't tell. People I think kind of gets forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> but he is. This is a character that you should, if you're playing any kind of defensive or control, if you're really doing anything besides like a super aggressive like killy list like you should probably consider this model in your 10 yeah i agree he's uh, and he's so easy to fit in at three points he's very good yeah just the fact that you can for a whopping five power you can move this character three have a six dice attack that has a throw on it, and then you can Venom Blast to make them drop everything they're holding, and that's a six and a seven die attack. Oof. Oof. He's so good. He's very good. Uh, are we ready to move on to our letter grade for this good gentleman? I am. Alright. Uh, I guess... Uh, I will go first here. Uh, I'm going to give Miles Morales an A+. I'm giving him an A+. Because <laughs> how damn useful he is and and, and his cost. All right, uh, Steven, yes. what do you give him? Oh, I'm not as high as you. I give him a B+. So. Okay. Uh, just because he's not splashed everywhere. I mean, he is good, right? But... Um... He's not, uh, he's not, sometimes he's just not part of the plan, right? I mean, there's so many characters now. I mean, that's yeah. fair. What about you, Brandon? What are you giving him? I think the fact that he's not splashed everywhere is probably more fundamentally incorrect. Like I said, I think he should be a model in your list if you're trying to do anything that's not like attack-based. And even then, for two power, he's rolling six dice. Or three power, he's rolling seven dice. One has a throw and one has... A dropping all objective tokens. I think, yeah, I think he's really good. I'm with, I'm with Fred here. Actually, I'm giving him an A plus. All right, and and uh, Brad, what are you giving him? S. S. He's so good S. and should definitely be in more lists. Please don't play him. Yeah, he definitely, <laughs> he definitely should be in more lists. That is not like I don't know. It, it's kind of like that early motto. Like fatigue, I think. I think is where he saw so much play for so long that people have just kind of like, it's the same thing that's happened recently when people are like, well, I'm not really gonna play like Doctor Voodoo. It's like that's just wrong. Like Doctor Voodoo is one of the best characters in the game, and it's not really even that close. 
So like that Brad, busted character. Brad, I yeah. have a question for you. Yes. If sm- somebody brought Miles Morales and Drax to face you, you would have a heart attack? Uh, <laughs> I would not be in a good place, but <laughs> I would... I would focus Miles. He would not be comfortable that entire game. Miles has to get out of there. It, and the worst thing about it is like you can focus Miles all you want. It's still like hard to get to. Well, I have I have Mark for Death for a reason. If he ever gets flipped, I'm playing Mark for Death and taking him out. The problem is flipping him, right? Like it's not even really just the other thing, it's just flipping him. Well, I'm. I, I was just targeting characters that I know that Brad doesn't like. No, no, I know. I think you're. No, that's hilarious. I wanted. If I owned Drax, I would probably specifically do that just to <laughs> get under the skin a little bit. But run him in Guardians with the rerolls. No. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And then um, and then and then you can do an Agent Venom. Is he in Guardians? Yeah. Yeah. Just play play Zemo by them so they get that their Zemo reroll. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, stop stop torturing Brad. I know. <laughs> uh all right. Let's let's move along. Uh there i I should address something, I think. I probably should have addressed this sooner. Uh we do know what the card for Gwenpool is, but there's some debate the picture we have is very bad. It's not a good picture, and there's some debate about what some of the triggers are. So we decided not to do her this this week. We'll wait until we get a better picture. Uh, that's that's kind of our thought process with her. So she's coming. She's coming, everyone. It's just it, it'll probably be whenever uh, AMG decides to to actually release her information. All right, Brad. Just hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, yeah, I'm hopefully. surprised it wasn't we this week. This week, yeah. All right, Brad. Uh, what are some comic book recommendations for our friend Miles Morales? Miles, here, I've got a really easy recommendation, and then I've got two more specific. If you see a Miles Morales solo book, it's about him. It is probably worth reading. I. The only one I'm not That's sure so about is the most recent series. I don't know how good it is. Everything else, top-notch. So let me give you a couple more specific examples. Uh, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man from 2011. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pacellu and other artists. Peter Parker was outed as Spider-Man and killed in quick succession. So he, everyone found out he was Spider-Man and then he died. A young man named Miles Morales is inspired by Peter and he gets bitten by a spider and gets some of the same spider powers, but also a couple different ones, like he can hide in shadows really well. Uh, like, you know, like spiders do, they turn invisible. <laughs> this series was so popular that when they got rid of the Ultimate Universe, they killed it off. It's gone. They kept him and put him in the regular Marvel Universe because he was so popular. 
he is basically the only character to for them to have done that. Uh, mm-hmm. Another good series. So Brian Michael Bendis wrote that character almost exclusively for a while. The first series not to be written by him was called Miles Morales Spider-Man from 2018. It is written by Saladin Ahmed and Javier Garan. So this, like I said, first one not written by Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, But this writer still understands the character. What makes him tick, what's interesting about him. And he can bring a little bit of his own experiences to the character to make him a little more authentically minority. Um, These are the types of stories that Spider-Man people love. It's his interpersonal relationships. It's the job of a superhero getting in the way of his life. It's that need to help people because you have the power to help people. Uh, and so he's trying to deal with his problems at school and with girls and stuff. And the Rhino and a gang of villains start causing trouble. And uh, he has to put a stop to them. And then the series continues from there. And it's very classic Spider-Man type stories. So, if you like Spider-Man, you'll like, if you like Peter Parker's Spider-Man, you'll probably like Miles. Yeah, I, 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 that's probably, you described the stuff that makes Spider-Man probably the most popular character in the Marvel Universe. Ooh, is he the most popular? Is he? Uh, there are a Marvel Universe or comic universe? Marvel. 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 There are two characters that give him a run for his money, but he's up there. Two characters? Yes. This is the other character. You probably thought of Deadpool, right? I mean, I'm thinking of Deadpool and Wolverine. Yeah, those are the two characters. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Oh, you can't count? (laughs) Well, no, I just, I I wasn't, I, I don't know, I just, I guess I wasn't convinced that both of them would be there. Ironically, they're battling for third place overall. I don't know. For Marvel? No. Oh, no, no. for overall, because Batman. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah, DC has this lockdown. Yeah, well, DC's anyway. got one and two, yeah. It's... Yeah. Uh... Before we move on to Brandon's uh, uh, list recommendation, I want to hop in here real quick with a very sequitur recommendation to say that no. uh, Miles Morales also plays a very popular, a very major role in the Spider-Man video game that came out, I believe, in 2016, which is one of the best games ever made of a superhero. Uh, I think it is the best superhero video game that's ever been made. And it's outstanding and very worth playing. You should play it. You definitely right, have you not. Say the name, did you say the name or did I completely ignore it again? Yeah, it's Spider-Man. Oh, the it's game Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Fred, Is that the one that came for the PS4? Yes. Okay. You said 2016? And, and there was, 
I believe it's 2016, I think but that's also too early. there is a Miles. It, it is not. It is not 2016. Oh, wh- whenever it came out, uh, there is also a Miles Morales um, standalone uh, expansion. It's 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 like a middle ground between an expansion and a sequel, uh, which is also excellent. Fred, very good. All right. Fred, Fred, oh, yes. Fred. You've clearly what? never ah. played Superman 64. If you think it's the best superhero <laughs> shit game, uh, you are correct. I never have. <laughs> and you should uh, never. Don't listen to him. He's lying. It is- it is famously one of the worst games that's ever been made. <laughs> it's better so than is ET. this game better than <laughs> Fred? Yeah. Is is this is the game you recommended better than uh, your Midnight Suns? Yes. Oh, yes. It's very much better. Uh, Here's the, the real the, question: Is it better than it Elden Ring? No. <laughs> is it better uh, than Resident Evil Four? Uh, that is a closer debate. I want to say, I want to say no, uh, but that's po- probably nostalgia. That's probably my brain being poisoned by nostalgia. Uh, I mean, Resident Evil. I'm not even a horror fan. I understand how like relevant and like groundbreaking Resident Evil Four was. Right. Yeah. Uh, but okay, uh, uh, Brandon, go ahead and tell us what lists to bring Miles Morales in. I mean, I, any list that you want to play. No, I'm just he he does fit everywhere. Um, there's a couple lists, kind of Stephen alluded to. Uh, you kind of want to play him where you can um, kind of help his power problem, but also places that you know you can take full advantage of everything he does, uh, which isn't hard because it's again pretty much everywhere. I really like him as a splash piece with the Inhumans. Uh, I think he fits in really well with like Black Bolt and all them just being able to like they can kind of where they all have rerolls. They so then you still have everybody with rerolls, but you also can kind of pass power around with the leadership um, and kind of give him make sure he has that second power um, as soon as turn one where you can give him that extra power where he can web swing up, make sure he is always online. Um, places like that. The two I was really stuck on is that, and then um, She-Hulk and A-Force. Um, again, just make sure you can kind of gain an extra power every turn. So I, I think it's a great fit with. And I think if you're playing Inhumans, you're not playing Miles Morales. You might be not on the right path. But I don't. I don't claim to be a smart man. Well, in Inhumans, um, his best buddy is there too, right? Kamala Khan. They share a card. Yeah, but Miss Marvel's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well i was just using that as a reference that's all yeah i mean you get you have access to fun tactics cards but uh she's got cool names on her cards but that's about it yeah they, she uh, also has got brad, really good defense so brad you were telling uh telling us about a weird rules interaction 
uh, involving follow up, like a ruling that was a very oh, bad yeah. ruling. Um, and Kamala, I ass- you were bringing up Kamala Khan. Uh, yeah, I, it. I assume that's fixed by now, but it must be. It's a bad call. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was about how if you play follow up from Miss Marvel and you're in big form, you can stack it so that she doesn't shrink back down. And the judge said that it would cancel any end of turn stuff. But that means that you don't take bleed. You don't put your activated token on your model. That seems wrong. That's the big one. (laughs) It's Uh, an insane calling. It was an insane calling. This actually, which is, this is really funny uh, because this reminds me of in a major magic tournament. Uh, like in a Grand Prix, they ruled the judge ruled that a card that says you can destroy one. Is it the the card reads like destroy a land of each basic land type, and effectively the judge ruled that if you select it, when you pick the land type, so you could pick one of each five, and if you picked a mountain, you destroyed all the mountains. If you destroyed a swamp, you destroyed all oh. the swamps. Like there was a dangling modifier that made, that changed how it reads. Yeah, and it was uh, like, and it's hilarious because this is a card that came out like 25 years ago. So it wasn't even like a new card. It was just kind of something that, you know. I mean, that would ruin just your opponent's game. Yeah. You would just... Like you yeah, always the card. Yeah, it says uh, choose a land of each basic land type, then destroy those lands. And the judge ruled that uh, you would just destroy all of them. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's oh yeah. Crazy. And it's like everyone knew it was wrong, and it was like and then like it still worked out. And that's what this situation feels like to me. That like even though like the whole world knows that that's incorrect, the judge was still like, Yeah, fuck it. It's this is how it is. <laughs> It's uh, that judge is the judge that's holding up the red flag on a uh, on a World Cup tournament where they score a goal <laughs> an offsides flag. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I guess that leaves me with my non sequitur recommendation. So with this with Miles Morales, who regularly uses, you know, spider spider lines to swing from building to building. Uh, it got me thinking about lines. uh as in fishing lines. I'm I'm bringing a fishing game today, everyone. Uh, specifically, a fishing game that came out very recently called Dredge. Uh, this is a game where you start fishing, and everything starts becoming very, very uh, cosmic horror laced. You're surprised when you pull up a fish that's covered in eyes. You you. Uh, at night, you see uh, giant anglerfish trying to get your attention and eat your boat. This game is excellent. This game is outstanding, and everyone has to play it. It is a, it is a fishing game that that is better than any other fishing game I've ever played. Worth playing. And that's it. It is a game called Dredge. Did you say it a second time just for Brandon? 
Yes. Just for <laughs> just so that he actually Brandon... said it three times already. I oh. did. Brandon you pays know attention now. No, because Dredge is... is an ability in magic and it kind of triggered me. Oh. <laughs> That's a cool ability. I love Dredge. I also oh, yeah. uh, the first time he said it, I really thought he was making a joke and he said dread. And I was like, <laughs> where is this going? So I started paying attention. It, and to be yeah. fair, I pay attention. I just usually miss the first part of what you say because like, I look away or something and my brain doesn't hear. Fred, I what mean, platform is this game on? Uh, I'm playing on the Switch, but I also know it is on a computer game. I think it's on all the platforms, okay. I, including computer uh, but I play it on the Switch because it's a perfect mobile game. It is uh, worth playing, and it's probably it's pretty cheap too. So do you literally just fish? Like, uh, I mean, it, there's a lot more to the game than that. But, but yeah, you're a fisherman. You go out and fish. You gotta fish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh. I will see everybody later. This has been a uh, uh, this has been your MCP podcast. Oh, my, I, I, this is all time low for me, y'all. I forgot the name of the podcast. It is Crit Hit, Crit Hit Wild. What are you doing? You're banned. I, you, we're, we need a new host. We're taking hosting <laughs> applications. Please submit them all to Crit Hit Wild uh, at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, just submit your application. I'm not uh, good at this. The first question is, will you forget the name of the podcast? <laughs> this has been Crit Hit Wild. Thanks for, for listening, everybody. No follow-up questions. Later. Have fun out there. Goodbye. <laughs>